Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements featuring rust proof stainless steel hardware, weather ready teak and quick dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. I'm George Lizos, spiritual teacher, psychic healer, and number one best-selling author. It wasn't long ago that I was stuck in a soul-draining job held back by fears and limiting beliefs that stopped me from following my purpose and making a positive impact in the world. Fast forward past many hours of inner work and lessons learned, I now write books and teach courses to help you find and follow your purpose too. 
I created the Lit Up Lightworker podcast to empower you with simple, actionable, step-by-step spiritual tools and practices to overcome what holds you back and light up the world. If you're a spiritual seeker yearning for a more soulful and purposeful life, you're in the right place. Let's get started. Hi, Lightworker, and welcome to another episode of the Lit Up Lightworker podcast. In today's episode, we're talking about journaling and specifically how to use journaling for healing, manifestation, and change and transformation. A few years ago, I was faced with a great deal of sexual trauma, and it got triggered when trying to deal with unrequited love. And I have an episode in my other podcast, Can't Host, where I share more about this, and I'm going to add the link for it in the show notes of this episode, so make sure to check this out. So I was going through unrequited love, and I had no idea how to deal with it. I tried all my usual tools and practices, but nothing seemed to work. Eventually, I worked with a therapist who helped me get the process started, but then it was up to me to keep the healing process going. And what helped me massively during that time was journaling about my experiences. As part of my trauma specialist training, I'd learn about the benefits of narrative exposure therapy. This is a science-backed journaling practice during which you're guided to write about and subsequently to heal past traumatic memories. Guiding myself through the process, I journaled my heart out and word after word, page after page, I felt my sexual hurt and shame dissolve. And a few weeks of dedicated journaling practice later, I was finally free from my past traumas. Although I'd always known that journaling was a powerful healing practice, that's when I realized that it was an essential one too. So in this episode of the Lit Up Lightworker podcast, I chat with journaling expert Carrie Owens. Carrie shares her journaling philosophy and powerful practices to help you get started with or deepen your journaling practice. Specifically, we talk about ways of processing your emotions using journaling, how to journal for manifestation, journal prompts to get you started, how to process trauma through journaling, and ways of using journaling to get to the root cause of your limiting beliefs. You're going to love this episode and I'm so excited for you to listen to it. If you enjoy this episode and the podcast, make sure to rate and subscribe. And also don't forget to grab my book, Protect Your Light, to learn practices that you can use to cleanse your energy and raise your vibration, as well as grab one of my free guides in the show notes of the episode. Enjoy this episode with Carrie Owens. Carrie Owens Keith is a life and mindset coach speaker and creator of the Sacred Self Journal. Carrie has coached hundreds of women into greater self-acceptance and grounded confidence. Carrie's programs and courses help guide women to break free from limiting beliefs, master their mindset, and create a sacred relationship to themselves. Her mission is to help women see themselves as whole and come to know their own worth. Carrie, welcome to the Lit Up Lightworker podcast. Thank you so much. I'm jazzed to be here with you today. I am so excited to have you here to chat about journaling, which is something that I love doing. So many people in my audience love practicing, but we don't really get any guidelines as to how to journal. So we're hoping that you're going to teach us some practices that we can use to deepen our journaling practice. But before we get there, I want to hear a little bit about your journey to discovering the power of journaling and doing this work. Yeah, what a journey. (laughs) 
it's been a, an amazing journey that has guided me into understanding myself and really into doing the work that I do today. And that journey first started out, was born out of the desire of wanting something more. I felt confused. I felt lost. I had been coming out of some really terrible relationships, intimate relationships where I had been taken advantage of. And um, I didn't have an understanding of myself, but I knew that I wanted something more, but I didn't know how to get it. It was like that feeling when you're stuck in, in your life and you know that you want something more, but you're not sure how to actually get to the other side. How can I actually change something if I continue doing these same patterns, right? Falling into these same relationships or into this same self-sabotage or whatever it might be. And for me, I, I realized that in order for me to get more, I had to understand myself at my core. And the only way I could do that was to pay attention more to myself and to my inner world. And that's when I started journaling. And I had always I've been somebody who processed through journaling, you know, really writing down what had happened and my thoughts and kind of being able to um, get a grip on things in my life through writing. But the, the key difference and what I found and really discovered was that in order to shift something, in order for something to change, which was what my goal was, I wanted to change the circumstances of where I was and the people I was attracting into my life and the kinds of self-sabotage that I was doing, in order to actually make that change, I had to get to know myself and that required asking myself the right questions. And so when I first started journaling, my, my journey with journaling and the way that I help clients journal today and what I created my journal based off of is all about asking the right questions and asking the questions to really hone in on getting to know your soul, getting to know what is your core desires? What are the things that really keep you stuck? And in that has to be radical honesty. And so I went on this journey of really diving in and asking myself important questions to know what I wanted to create, how I was holding myself back, what was keeping me stuck, why was I falling into these same patterns, so that I could actually do the work to change those things, to shift that and open up this next level of, of who I wanted to be and how I wanted to be in the world. I love that. I remember back when I was first starting to journal, I did it for the same reason in the sense that when I was feeling overwhelmed, I'm like, okay, let me just take all these thoughts that are random in my mind and just put them down on paper and just try to make sense of them. So it's like what you talked about, like processing information. But then when it comes to actually creating change, it's about being willing to go deep and dark <laughs> into asking the right questions, understanding yourself and just creating change. So I was wondering whether we can start by defining what journaling is from your perspective, because there are different types of journaling. So how would you define it? What a powerful question. I mean, we want to define everything, right? We want, we were like, oh, tell me what that means. Tell me what this is. So I can, basically, we want a definition so I can understand something, right? Because if we think we can understand something, then I can implement it. Then I can do it, which makes sense. And for me, I wouldn't say that there is one broad definition of journaling. I would say there is journaling and there are subsets of journaling. There are all different types of journaling and those types of journaling have different benefits uses, right? We've talked about the use of journaling for processing emotions, 
as a way to um, sit with something that's happened in order to wrap your mind around it. I would say that's one type of journaling. Journaling that I do and really created my sacred self journaling around and my courses around and have been teaching clients is really more about creating a sacred relationship with yourself. And that is uh, journaling through prompted questions. And it's always about asking the right questions of yourself. And some of these questions continuously, like the same questions every day, so that you're making this consistent relationship with yourself. And in this type of journaling, you're building self-trust and you're building a, an inner dialogue. You're actually creating the inner dialogue with yourself that is that voice that allows you outside of journaling to have a conversation with yourself, to know how to have self-compassion, to self-soothe, to navigate something. And it all starts with the asking yourself the question and writing it down. And that's really how I help people build that relationship with themselves. So this is a relationship building really type of journaling. And I see it as, I see all types of journaling as tools. And what is the tool that you need, right? Is it the tool that you need is to process through some emotions and maybe the tool you need is to just brain dump everything that's going on. And then there's a specific tool of journaling using prompts. And that is going to have this end goal, this outcome of fostering this relationship and this connection with yourself that is really creating a different inward environment. You mentioned something that I find so interesting that I haven't previously done before, asking and journaling on the same questions on a daily basis. Can you please talk a little bit about that? Because I find this fascinating. And why is that so important? Yeah. So you might have experienced journals where you have a long form prompt and they're asking you something like, you know, what is... Um, you know, what is your soul's biggest desire, right? We can say that question. Well, that's a big question. You might journal three to five pages on that question, right? And so that question is really great to kind of get into the inner workings of what's, what's deeper within, right? But the goal here is to build a solid relationship with yourself. And I want you to be able to really um, tune into your inner voice, and your inner voice has to be activated in a way that you're connected to it, not just in these big, deep ways of what are, what are my biggest desires. And for some people, they might look at that question and say, gosh, I don't even know where to start, right? I just don't even know where to start, so I can't journal. But if we start somewhere on the surface of, well, let's just tap into your inner voice. We might ask the question of what's on your heart today? And you might ask that same question every single day because the goal isn't to get to some deep layer, though you might. The goal is to activate your inner voice so that you're hearing it every day. You're connecting with it every day. You're checking in with yourself every day around what's on my heart today. What is it that I need to hear or I need to know or that needs to come to the surface? And it may be profound and it may be deep. It may be some big transformative information, and it might also just be the nurturing of that connection. And as with any relationship, we have to nurture the connection. And we do that through really being able to ask that, the questions and build that self-trust and really opening the door for your inner voice to come forward and for you to get to know that voice. 
I love that. So it's essentially about being safe and feeling safe because when you mm. ask the same question on a daily basis and it's such an essential question as to like like listening to your inner voice, you start trusting what comes through. And it's like a muscle that every yes. single day that you do it, it gets stronger and stronger and stronger. You trust it more and more and more. And therefore, you allow yourself to receive more information. And all of a sudden, you're like automatically, automatic writing. It's just like channeling information yeah. and you're allowing it to flow through, which is, I guess, is another way of like uh, journaling, like automatic writing. Now, yeah. how do we start... Um, asking questions like what are some good questions to start with when you're a beginner when it comes to journaling yeah so I really talk about thinking about journaling as checking in with yourself if you're using journaling in this way to really ask yourself the right questions think about it as I'm going to check in with myself and this is a great way to develop self self-trust self-compassion, and again, connect with that inner voice and really build that up, that relationship up. So the question that I just shared, you know, what's on my heart today? Another great question is, what do I need today? And this is exactly doing exactly what you said. It is helping you build the muscle of listening to yourself. That's what we want. We want the muscle of listening to yourself, hearing what the response is from your inner voice to be activated over and over every day so that you get more comfortable with it because there are going to be moments in life, so many moments in life where you're not able to just go journal about what's going on and what's, you know, what's the right decision and how to deal with this in the moment. But if you've been practicing this journaling and you have this relationship with your inner voice, that inner voice is there. You're going to ask yourself, how do I feel about this in the moment of something happening? And you're going to be able to listen to and hear that inner voice and what is actually true and authentic for you. And this is why it really creates this guiding force of being able to live in alignment and live based off of what is actually really true for me. And it starts by asking some of these questions, having a check-in with yourself. What do I need? What's on my heart today? And exercising that muscle of really listening to the inner voice. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I'm Sandra. And I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. I love that. And I suppose it gets more and more in depth as you go about it to the point that sometimes we may come across like um, past negative experiences, sometimes mm -hmm. traumatic experiences. So I wanted yes. to hear your perspective on how do we take care of ourselves and how do we handle traumatic experiences coming up in journaling or just um, negative emotions, essentially, and memories? 
Such a good question. Such a good question. And, you know, there's a lot more self-awareness happening around even just the concept that we carry trauma. We have experiences in our lives that might've been traumatic, that we are carrying the emotional load that maybe we didn't process through at that time, right? And there might be something that happens in your life now that is asking you to process through this, or it's reminding you of it. And in those moments, what really, what we're really seeking as a human being is we're seeking safety, right? We want to feel safe because if we're having, if we've been triggered or if a traumatic experience resurfaces, you might be feeling like you're back in that or your, uh, your nervous system is dysregulated because it's re-experiencing the memories of something that, you know, your nervous system responded to in some kind of way. And so the goal is really to, how do I regulate my nervous system? How do I create a sense of safety within myself? And that can come from asking yourself the question of what do I need and asking that over time, right? You might not be able to tap into that if you are re-experiencing something traumatic and that's the first time you ask yourself that. You might be able to, but if you have been practicing asking yourself this question over time, now you've exercised this muscle of listening to, okay, what comes up? What are the typical things that help me self-soothe? What are the things that help me create a sense of safety within myself, within my body? And you're going to be able to answer that question then when you experience something traumatic or something is triggering and you're with yourself and recognizing, you know, I'm having a an emotional experience, but I'm also having a physiological experience. My body is re-experiencing this. What do I need to regulate my nervous system? How can I get myself back to baseline? How can I comfort myself? And really understanding those things over time and getting to know yourself, what comforts me, what makes me feel safe, if you're asking yourself those questions in moments when you're not triggered, you're going to have a much um, more fluid experience of when you are re-experiencing something that is traumatic or painful emotionally to be able to understand yourself and say, you know what, this is really difficult, but I do know that this, this often helps me feel safe again. I'm going to go tap into this, this tool. And you might also use journaling to process through that. But really, I think that the, the use of the tool of journaling is in the sort of um, preliminary work. It's in the knowing yourself so you can put into action in that moment the things that do make you feel safe, that remind you that you're whole, that you're okay, that what was then is not now, uh, as opposed to, you know, processing through something by journaling in the moment, which can also help. But I really feel that there's a, a preventative way of understanding yourself to set yourself up with the tools to support you in any circumstance, trauma, trigger, or, um, or, or not. So that's very interesting because when I was doing my trauma therapy certification, we were taught uh, that to really process trauma and heal it, you have to bring yourself in a safe space. You need to allow yourself to feel safe within your body because when you're re-experiencing a trauma, essentially your body's having a physiological response to that memory and it's feeling like that memory is attacking the body. So when you tell the body, you know what, you can chill out, all is well, and you relax your muscles, 
automatically that communicates to your body that you're safe and that memory is no longer affecting you. And actually a practice that we learned was, and that's used by many psychotherapists, is like narrative exposure therapy, which you essentially express that traumatic memory in four different narrative methods, one of which being journaling. So essentially journal mm -hmm. about the memory. Then the second process is you draw, you paint like uh, in a symbolic way that traumatic experience. Then you say it out loud and then you have the therapist relayed back to you. And that in a relaxed body helps the other person heal trauma. I find it fascinating how just mm -hmm. by, by journaling and keeping your body relaxed and feeling safe, as you just said, you can create so much change. Yeah. Now, when it, when it comes to um, the opportunities that we have with journaling, when it comes to like healing manifestation or something more, what are those opportunities? What can we use journaling to do essentially? Oh, so many things. I mean, you just kind of started with it. Uh, we can use journaling to heal past wounds. We can use journaling to build confidence. We can use journaling to really create and establish a relationship with ourselves. We can use journaling to manifest the things that we really want in our life or even to understand what those things are. You know, so often people say, well, I just, I'm not sure what's holding me back or, you know, why I keep doing the same self-sabotage things that I'm doing. Well, the core to understanding that is to see what's actually going on inside of you there. What, what trauma maybe is holding you back? What are the, the beliefs that are holding you back? The things that you're telling yourself. And so through journaling, we can actually transform those things, whether it's uh, engaging the part of your brain that needs to hear the encouragement, that needs to hear the supportive beliefs to counteract those limiting beliefs that are keeping you stuck or keeping you in self-sabotage or in the creating something that you desire, reminding yourself that you're worthy of this or that this is your aim, that you can create this in your life. But I really believe that the foundation starts and it always has with understanding and knowing yourself, knowing your soul. And in order to do that, you have to be willing to listen. And everything starts with listening. You know, we can process through using journaling as a processing tool. But if you're not listening to yourself about what it is that you need as you process through this, you're probably not going anywhere with it, right? You processed it, it's in your journal now, but have you actually uh, translated it into something else? Have you transformed through it? Have you allowed yourself to really integrate that so that it's not something that's holding you back or creating a, a different limiting belief that now says something about who you are? And I really believe that journaling, using journaling as a tool to know yourself can help you really create the, the vision of your life and become who you know yourself to be in the most authentic and true way and give you the confidence to really start living from that place, from the place that is true inside of you. Definitely. And I remember like I've used all of these ways in my own journaling practice, but my favorite way has been like visioning and planning mm -hmm. and just writing about my ideal house or my ideal life or my ideal this or my ideal that and then going back to like journals that I had 10 years ago and I'm like oh my yeah. god <laughs> I'm living this <laughs> so exciting I know isn't that amazing yeah it is now speaking of you talked about self-sabotage 
what would your advice be to someone who has resistance doing journaling or who tries to do it to do it and then comes upon something that doesn't feel so good and immediately goes like you know well this is not for me mm-hmm. a lot of people experience this and a lot of people you know just might be put off by the idea of journaling and my first sort of question with that is um you know how have you used journaling before is it just that you sit down and because a lot of people say i sit down and i can't think of anything to say or anything to write right nothing comes and that's why the power of being asked a question right in coaching and the work that i do i'm not just letting clients talk you know about whatever i'm asking them questions i'm helping them go deeper and so that's why there's this tool of asking the right questions and for you as somebody who is journaling really starting with the idea of it's not about writing down the right thing or getting to the heart of whatever is holding you back whatever is self sabotaging you in the moment that's not the initial goal the initial goal is actually to get curious to get curious about your inner experience because we have there can be a lot of shame and blame when it comes to any of our limiting beliefs or any of our self sabotage patterns they're not things that make us feel good right we don't necessarily want to face them and so absolutely there's resistance because we're butting up against something that is challenging for us and maybe doesn't make us feel great yet we keep doing it and we want it so we want to get out of it because it doesn't feel great but we also maybe don't want to face it because it doesn't feel great and so instead of sitting there thinking oh i need to tackle this or i need to find out what's going on for my self sabotage or my limiting beliefs is really starting with journaling isn't about knowing what to say or saying the right thing writing down some deep understanding of yourself it's just about starting the practice of getting curious about your inner experience i love that and i love the idea of having the courage to go there and giving yourself permission to feel the resistance and understand that you know what it's okay to feel resistance it allows me to grow and then push through it and allow yourself to do it and just be gentle with yourself absolutely oh, my goodness. it takes so much courage <laughs> so yes, much so courage. much courage it's all about courage that's what i've been telling my my students earlier around like we're talking where in the week where we're talking about um doing the inner work and i told them most people give up here at this point because nobody wants to face their traumas and their limiting beliefs and their fears but trust me it's all about unlearning rather than learning new stuff <laughs> because when you unlearn the fears and the limiting beliefs that you have through journaling or through any other process then the part of yourself that is intuitive or that is whatever you want to be naturally comes up to the surface yes now carry yeah. thank you so much for sharing all these powerful tools with us can you please let us know a little bit about your sacred self journal and where can people get in touch with you absolutely so the sacred self journal is the journal that i created it's what i wish that i would have had when i first started journaling and i decided to create it for my clients as a tool for them to really understand themselves and use the the path that i have found to really create that relationship with yourself and made it available to the world it's an amazing tool that has helped so many people really foster that connection with themselves and um you can connect with me on instagram at carries full soul or on my website at carriekeith.com where you can also find the sacred self journal 
And I just loved being on this podcast with you and you've asked amazing questions and just, it's such an important topic that I'm so glad that we could really dive into. It's going to help so many people. Oh my goodness. Thank you so much for coming onto the podcast. I love having you here and I look forward for everyone to experience the magic of journaling. And of course, all the link to Carrie's website and the journal will be available in the show notes below. Carrie, wishing you a lovely rest of your day. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Lit Up Lightworker podcast. Before you go, make sure to grab your free workbook to find your life purpose at georgelizas.com forward slash life purpose. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rose, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.